November 15th, 2015. This is the Hermetic Hour. I'm your host, Poke Runyon. And tonight we present another discussion in our ongoing series on the spheres or sephirot of the Tree of Life. Sphere number five, Gabura, the sphere of Mars. And we will cover different concepts and attributes of this sphere. It is traditionally, in the traditional Kabbalah, ruled by Samael, the Hebrew counterpart of Satan. But the Golden Dawn changed the angelic attribution to Kamael, connoting a less evil character for Deborah, or making it a necessary evil, if you will. Now, this is reflected, this uh, necessary evil is reflected in the planetary spirits. The intelligence of Mars is protective, whereas the spirit is aggressive. Now we place the Canaanite war goddess Anat in Gabura. Again, we will refer to our texts, the Fortune, Gareth Knight, and John Greer, and our own Hermetic Yoga. So, if you want to get tough with the Hermetic Kabbalah, tune in and find out how to sharpen your magical sword. Well, let's um, let's turn to page 173 of Dion Porch's Mystical Kabbalah and uh, run down all of the characteristics listed on for Gabura. The title, Gabura, strength, severity, and um, Yamel, Beth, Wow, Resh, and Hay. The magical image is a mighty warrior in his chariot. Now, we and John and Michael Greer both disagree with that. We have a mighty female warrior, a mighty war maid in her chariot. And that is, there are several reasons for that. One, one is that, that uh, Gabura is on the female side. The side of the, the pillar of severity is the female side. And uh, Ishtar and, and Anath were both warrior goddesses and uh, uh and so in this case, uh, uh, we think it's appropriate uh, to put, uh, and especially because we, we uh, are into Canaanite mythology, and uh, so we place Anath in, in, uh, uh, as the magical image. Uh, the situation on the tree, it's in the center of the pillar of severity. The Yetzeratic texts, the fifth path is called the radical intelligence because it resembles unity, Uniting itself to Binah, understanding, which is in Bria, which emanates from the primordial depths of Hokmah, wisdom, on the other side of Bria. That's the big yin-yang up at the top of the tree. Now, the title is given to Gabor of Dean, that's D-I-N, justice, and Pakad, fear. And uh, the, the the reason why they attributed pakad, fear, to uh, Gaborah in the, in the traditional Kabbalah is because they they put Samuel, who was the angel of, of destruction and, and death, um, in, in uh, Gaborah. And so that was also a good place to put uh, pakad, fear. Uh, but uh, that's not necessarily... Uh, it's not necessarily apropos, but that was originally done. Now, the god name is Elohim Gabor. The archangel 
And in in the Golden Dawn tradition, they changed the archangel from Samuel from the original Kabbalah to Kamiel. And Kamiel has a little bit, uh, not necessarily a gentler character, but uh, a more, uh, a less less evil character, shall we say. And the order of the angels is the seraphim, the fiery serpents. The mundane chakra is Mladim, the planet Mars. The spiritual experience is sufficient power. The virtue, the energy is courage. And the vice is cruelty and destruction. And the correspondence in the microcosm is the right arm. And, uh, and that recalls the riddle of steel from, from Conan, if you recall. Uh, the symbols are the Pentagon, the five-petaled Tudor, Tudor rose, the sword, the spear, the scourge, and the chain. Yeah, sounds like uh, a little less than M, B, and D. Now, tarot cards, the four fives. The five of wands equals strife. The five of cups is loss loss and pleasure. And the five of swords is defeat. The five of pentacles is earthly trouble. So there are all those attributes. The tarot attributes are rather, rather bad. The color in Otsaluth is orange. The color in Bria is scarlet red. You remember, that's the color in the Minuta Munda because all the uh, sphere colors in the Minuta Munda are in Bria. And the Azura is bright, bright scarlet. And Ashia, it's red, flecked with black. Now, one of the least understood things in Christian philosophy, she says, this is the unfortunate, is the problem of evil. And, and one of the things least adequately dealt with in the Christian ethic is the problem of force or severity as con- as contrasted with mercy, mercy and mildness. Now let me, uh, uh, without reading uh, uh, the whole article on Gabura in uh, uh, the Mystical Kabbalah, which, which by the way, I encourage you to do because the Mystical Kabbalah, uh, Dion Fortune did not write a book on the paths. And the reason why she did that was because the paths were still considered uh, secret uh, by the Golden Dawn, and uh, so she wrote her book on the spheres. Uh, and uh, But I encourage you to, to, to have a, a copy of the Mystical Kamala in your library because uh, it is it is an excellent book on the Hermetic Kamala. Now, what I am going to do is I am going to read a section out of this, but first I want to explain something. Dion Fortune... Uh, was more conservative in some ways than uh, than um, than her her student uh, Gareth Knight, which we'll talk about later on, and uh, and more so than John Michael Greer. So, uh, what she what she's doing in her in her article here on Gabura, she's looking at this from a social and even a political point of view. And that's very apropos to what's going on in this country and the world today. Uh, and what she's indicating here is, and just like I read, read you before about uh, the Christian, the, the problem, the Christian, uh, um, uh, the fact that Christians don't understand evil. Um, by the way, we had, if you if you want to search through the archives, years ago we had a uh, a, uh, a lecture on the uh, Hermetic Hour about the the, the the magical nature of evil. What is what really is evil, and who are evil people? And you might want to look that up and listen to it. But because the Christians actually they don't, uh, 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 Christianity just doesn't seem to understand evil and never did. 
And uh, and unfortunately, because uh, the Christians don't understand evil, and this is something Dion Fortune agrees with here, uh, Christian compassion has been exploited, and it's been exploited for sinister purposes, and and uh, some of which, and of course, been done by the church itself, uh, using uh, using Christian charity and Christian compassion, and. Uh, and using that, using them for the wrong purposes, both politically and even militarily. You know, I mean, oh, let's have a crusade. Well, they had. Yeah, yeah, well, I'm not saying the crusades weren't in some ways justified. They, 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 they were. They, they were to some degree. But then they turned around and had a crusade in in southern France uh, to wipe out uh, to wipe out the heretics in southern France. And the heretics were were uh, were Gnostic Christians. And 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 uh, this is the this was the Holy Grail people that they uh, that the church turned on and raised a huge a huge army and went into southern France and perpetrated a genocide. And and uh, so this is and all done in the name of in the name of God and in the name of charity and compassion and everything is you know good. And and so um, as I said, the Christian Church uh, did not understand evil and didn't understand where the who the enemy really was. And uh, and Neon Fortune of course points that out. She also says that that these political uh, trends uh, and social trends go in cycles, and that we have a cycle of over emphasis on charity and compassion and and uh, and, and all. And then uh, then what happens is toward the end of that cycle, uh, we start having more and more crime and more and more uh, abuse of the uh, abuse of all the privileges that are being granted. And then the, the the pendulum swings back, and we and we have severity and justice and 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 uh, and uh, tightening the reins on everything, the economy and everything else. And she's absolutely right because that that's what's going on right now, and and uh, and, and it's going on right now in this country. Uh, we have a we you know as as, as you as you all know we have a crime wave going on all over the country, and one of the reasons why we have the crime wave going on all over the country is the government has disempowered our our local police and 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 uh, uh, so you know we and, and so the pendulum's about to swing because I hope it is anyway the the American people have have had enough of a lot of this and and. Uh, and so the pendulum is back, and hopefully it won't it won't swing too far to the other side, because uh, Neon Fortune does agree, and, and that that uh, uh, that um, you know that, that it can do, go too far on the other side. And uh, now with that uh, with that explained, let me uh, read um, from her uh, uh, from her book here here um, on uh, the nature of Bora and the initiations. This is uh, section six here, at uh, the bottom of 175. The initiations of the of the unfortunate of the unfortunate Saturn and Mars, and the deceptive lunar sphere of Hesod, of Hesod, are just as necessary to the evolution and balanced development of the soul as are the mysteries of the crucifixion assigned to Tipperary. It is. The one-sidedness of Christianity, which is to blame, and is responsible for so much that is unsound and pathological in both our national and our private lives. But equally, we must not forget that Christianity came as a corrective to a pagan world 
that was sick unto death with its own toxins. And, of course, that was slavery. We need what Christianity has to give. But also, unfortunately, we cannot do without that which it lacks. Let us now consider the astringent corrective influence of Gaborah. Dynamic energy is as necessary to the welfare of society as meekness, charity, and patience. We must never forget that the elementary diet, which will restore health and disease, will produce disease in health. We must never exalt the, the qualities which are necessary to compensate an and, and overplus of force in the ends in themselves and the means of salvation, to which much charity is the handiwork of a fool. Too much patience is the hallmark of a coward. What we need is a just and wise balance, which makes for health, happiness, and sanity all around. And the frank realization that sacrifices are necessary to obtain it. You cannot eat your cake and have it too. And in the spiritual sphere, uh, and this is true as with anywhere else, Gabura is the sacrificial priest of the mysteries. Now, sacrifice does not mean giving up something that is dear to you because a jealous God will brook no rival interests in his devotees and is flattered by your pain. It means the deliberate and open-eyed choice of a greater good in preference to a lesser, to a lesser good as the athlete prefers the fatigue of exercise to the ease of the sloth that puts him out of condition. Coal burned in a furnace is sacrificed to the god of steam power. Sacrifice is really the transmutation of force. The latent energy is the coal offered up on the sacrificial altar of the furnace and is transmuted into dynamic energy by, of steam by means of the appropriate machinery. There is both psychological and cosmic machinery available in connection with every act of sacrifice which converts it to, into spiritual energy. And this spiritual energy can be applied to other mechanisms that reappear on the planes of form as an entirely different type of force uh, to, that which is, which, which is, which, uh, to that which is started. For instance, a man may sacrifice his emotions to his career or a woman may sacrifice her career to her emotions. If the cut is clean and there is no repining, an immense amount of, of psychic energy is released for use in the chosen channel. But if the lesser desire is merely inhibited and denied expression and not really laid upon the altar of sacrifice, as a deliberate free will offering, the unfortunate victim has made the worst of both possible worlds. It is here that we need Gaborah to come like a priest that takes the sacrifice from our hands. Even if it be our firstborn, even if it be our firstborn, and he offers it up to God with a with a quick, plain, and merciful stroke. For Gaborah in the microcosm, which is the soul of man, is the courage and resolution 
that frees us from the pain of self-pity. How badly do we need the Spartan virtues of Geburah in this age of sentimentality and of neurosis? How many breakdowns would be of, uh, be saved if this celestial surgeon were permitted to make the clean cut that has the chance to heal and to avoid the deadly compromise of irresolution that is like the open wound that so often goes septic? And again... If there were no strong hand at the service of good in the world, evil would multiply. There is a place where patience becomes weakness and wastes the time of better men, and when mercy becomes folly and exposes the innocent to danger. The policy of non-resistance to evil can only be pursued satisfactorily in a well-policed society. It has never been tried with success under frontier conditions. For nature, red in the tooth and the claw wears the color of Gaborah, whereas the compensatory civilization is of Hesed, mercy, which modifies the unrestricted force and mutual destruct- destructiveness of all that is in the Gaborah phase of development. But equally, we must remember that civilization rests upon nature as a building rests upon its foundations, wherein is concealed the, the sanitation so necessary to help. Whenever there is anything that has outlived its usefulness, the Mura must wield the pruning knife. Where, wherever there is selfishness, it must find itself impaled on the, on the spear point of Gaborah. Wherever there is violence against the weak or the merciless use of strength, it is the sword of Gaborah, not the orb of Hesed, that is the most effectual counter-agent. Counter, uh, wherever there is sloth and dishonesty, Gaborah's sacred scourge is needed. And where there is a removal of the landmarks set for our neighbor's protection, it is the chain of Gaborah that must restrain. These things are as necessary to the health of society and of the individual as brotherly love, and a good deal rarer. Used, used medicinally and not vengefully in our sentimental age, someone has got to cry out halt to the aggressor and move on. Uh, to those who are blocking the way. And that someone is functioning as the priest in the sphere of the Holy Fifth Sephirah. Now, let me comment on that a little bit. She's obviously uh, very passionate about this. And by the way, uh, if you want a, a corrective uh, a view on that, John Michael Greer is, is much more liberal uh, in, his, in his sentiments. Uh, but Dion Fortune, uh, uh, this is in keeping with this, her, that attitude that she is expressing is very much in keeping with the nature of Gaborah. Because uh, what she's saying, and we have seen over and over again in recent years, is something I call the weaponization of compassion. Uh, you know, uh, 
uh, Marxism is a Christian heresy. We would not have, we would never have had Marxism uh, were it not if we hadn't had Christianity first. Uh, and the big, the big uh, um, problem with Christianity and with with Marxism is supposed both both are supposed to uh, be for the for the people. Both of them are supposed to be for the welfare of the people. But unfortunately, both if if when the Christians take over. Uh, or when the Marxists take over, uh, we have a tyranny which which draws its its rationale from oh we're doing this for the good of the people and anybody that gets in our way uh, you know what happens to them. Uh, so um, the uh, Gabura is the sphere of justice. It's the sphere of of uh, of uh, well. Some people would like to think of it as a sphere of retribution and, and revenge and vendetta and all that, but it shouldn't be. Uh, those those are not uh, those are not justifiable uh, conditions to, to act on. Gabora is the sphere of justice. Now, let me read you what we have in our in our Hermetic Yoga book on Gabora, and we'll talk about that a little bit. Gabura is the sphere of strength, severity, and justice in the residence of the Canaanite war goddess Anak, who shares a warlike personality with the Babylonian goddess Ishtar, who was also their love goddess. In our tradition, Anak is, is the predecessor of the goddess Astarte, who was also cognate with Ishtar and shared many qualities and mythical themes with her, such as the descent into the underworld to resurrect her lover, the slain Ear King. And the Ear Kings were, in that, in that the case of Ishtar, Tammuz, and then with the Starte Baal, and then Adonis and Atis, and eventually Jesus. And in our version of Canaanite, uh, the Canaanite myth, Prince Akat and the Magic Bow, which you will find in our, uh, our seasonal ceremony book, we actually transform Anath into Astarte to symbolize the progression of the myth cycle. And see the Unity of Systems article for the Gabura Netzach connection. Uh, and of course, in uh, in, in Tippereth, we eventually we eventually move um, uh, uh, Mary Magdalene up from Netzach into Tippereth, and uh, and Jesus banishes when he comes in to replace Baal, he banishes Mot because he conquers death, and Mot has to leave Tippereth. And uh, and go up to uh, go up to Daoth to Saturn. Uh, Anoth's necklace of severed heads and girdle of of, of severed hands is a, is a cognate, cognate motif with Hindu and Tibetan wrappable bikinis. We should note that Bronze Age Anoth preceded them with these symbolic attributes. <coughs> Present your previous incarnations, the heads do, your previous incarnations, and your deeds are the hands, which she may remind you of when you visit her. She is the mother of the biblical hero Shamgar. Kusor was his father. She keeps your personal weapon in the arms rack behind her iron throne, and her presence in your throat chakra should remind you that most conflicts begin with strong words, and she will remind you that he whom the gods would destroy, they first make angry. And now, over here on page 86, we have the the uh, uh, the icon of Gabora with an ox sitting on her iron throne, 
holding a skull cup uh, with blood, which looks very much like our remote mouse cup, and uh, and the hook sword. And behind her, Mars rises through this this porthole window, and uh, and the arms racks here, and uh, and she says, we quote uh, quote what she says to Shamgar. Uh, one of these heads and two of these hands will be yours someday. Make me proud to wear them, and your debt is paid. Now, um, Anath is is very unforgiving, and she will tell you when you confront her. And by the way, in our yoga system, you will you will go into the internal chakras. You will learn to go into the in, in, into the chakras and meet meet the gods and meet uh, and meet all of the gods and and within yourself. Because uh, in the hermetic system, uh, the microcosm is a, is a uh, is a mirror of the macrocosm. You and uh, you you have the whole universe, especially our solar system universe, inside yourself. So when you meet Anath, uh, she will she will remind you that there that there is no such thing as forgiveness, and there is no such thing as as uh, uh, and you know, as uh, uh, redemption of your sins or anything like that. It's just, uh, just life goes on, and what what you did, you you have to live with. You have to learn to live with, and 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 you and you uh, uh, you um, you accept. You, know, you accept and and uh, go forward, uh, and uh, the is is very uncompromising and and. Uh, and very military. I, you know, one thing I learned in the in, in, in the army when when I was when I was uh, in 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 OCS in officer candidate school. One thing one thing that they that they drilled into into you is you never make excuses. Something happens that's your responsibility. Something that you do wrong. Something that but you never make an excuse. You may give a reason if if it's necessary to give a reason, but you take full responsibility for for your actions. You have to, because if you don't, uh, you can if you make mistakes as, as an army officer, people die as a result, and and uh, therefore there's no excuse, and there's no excuse. There can be a reason, but no excuse, and that's the way an op is. She doesn't. Um, she she's not interested in excuses. Uh, she's interested uh, in in in, uh, in in your your. She is interested in your being true to yourself because she is a part of yourself, and and so uh, uh, you want to keep that in mind. Now. Uh, uh, Basil Wilby, Gareth Knight, uh, his book, uh, which was in, which in, in, for most for most uh, the spears, uh, Gareth Knight, who was a student of the unfortunately carrying on her work, uh, for most most part his his uh, his books have been very good. You know we've read read um, portions of them as we've gone through this series, but this time uh, this particular one on Gabura. Uh, Basil was into Scientology at that uh, when he wrote this section on Kabura, and uh, and he 
uh, you know, starts citing some of some of Hubbard's uh, ideas, and and that doesn't read very well. I mean, and I I don't mind some of Hubbard's ideas are, are pretty good and and and, uh, and useful, but. Uh, not in Gubora. I don't think Hubbard should be mentioned or, or studied in relation to Gubora, because you know there's too much. Uh, immediately when you start, when you see Hubbard and in connection with Gubora, the first thing that pops into mind is Regulation Number 45, and and I think we all know what that that was all about. And and that leaves that uh, automatically. I saw that and I thought, well, I'm not going to recommend that you read uh, you read uh, Basil Gareth Knight's. Uh, Section on Gabora, and unless of course you um, you like uh, uh, you know unless you agree with art with with Article Forty Five, and I don't uh, I don't think that's very good. Anyway, uh, um, another one of the main things that I think we should realize uh, with with Gabora is that, as I said, it's we locate that psychic center right in the throat, and that's right where the voice comes from. And as I as I said, uh, uh, that uh, as uh, as Anath would remind you, he whom the gods would destroy, he first makes mad. So most conflicts, including wars and lawsuits and all kinds of conflicts, uh, even even murders and 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 uh, and and, uh, and swindles and all sorts of uh, crimes. They all begin with words. Either either the criminal is planning the planning the crime, and, and that that requires words, uh, and uh, and or if if the swindle, and of course in the swindle, uh, obviously that that really depends on words, and uh, uh, a lawsuit, you know, libel, slander, that 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 depends on words. War, I mean. Oh gosh! All the, the angry speeches and the and, and the uh, and the uh, uh, accusations and everything that precedes a declaration of war. Not that not that those speeches necessarily cause the declaration, as we have learned from studying history. Most most wars, uh, regardless of what uh, what uh, the the uh, the public cause is supposed to be most wars have have an economic uh, background to them uh, including the trojan war you know this is uh, the the classic war in european mythology is the trojan war and and that was probably basically the, the, the trade dispute uh that they that they used to they they used the abduction of helen as an excuse it was a convenient excuse to just to, to start the war However, regardless of that, uh, there is enough. There is enough really, really serious conflicts and, and problems started by uh, by by uh, impromptu words, either written or spoken, that it certainly warrants the caution. That and my father, who was an attorney, told me one time. He said, don't ever write anything to anybody that you would not want to see printed on the front page of a newspaper. Well, I didn't always take that advice, and and uh, and yet looking back, and I regret the times that I didn't take that advice. I very much regret it. Uh, and yet and there's something else about that that, that you should know, uh, is that even if you're right in what you write and what you say, 
even if you are absolutely correct, there is such a thing as as being quoted out of context. And and this can really so if you if you write or if you speak and and you say something uh in the course of uh, uh an argument or or in the course of a of a debate and you you say anything that is not uh that can be taken out of context and make you look bad this is why uh you have to be very very careful about how you how you you say it whatever you say uh, that that might be quoted out of context, a way to protect yourself in that is make sure that embedded in the statement is the justification for the statement. And if you can't do that, then don't make the statement because uh, it'll be taken out of context. Uh, I think an example of this probably is, is the, the Benghazi situation that, that we're all familiar with right now. Uh, uh, the, uh, this uh, one uh, Republican uh, senator uh, or congressman had said that, oh well, yeah, we 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 did this, we we did this, and 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 uh, uh, we we launched the Benghazi hearing hearings to get at Clinton, and he admitted it. But uh, and and he's been pilloried because he admitted it that they that they launched these hearings uh, in antagonism toward uh, toward Hillary Clinton, but. Um, what he did not say before he said that, he didn't say why they would be justified in doing that. And even if he had, he still would have been quoted out of context. So you have to be very, very careful about what you write, what you say. And and uh, and, and these days, today especially, we have a, um, we have a thing called political correctness. And this means just about anything you say that is politically incorrect uh, and it, it can be used against you to the degree that it can destroy your career, it can destroy your your, uh, your credibility, it, it can destroy it. Uh, political correctness is, is uh, well, it's, I think personally that it's gone way, way too far and a lot of people agree with me, but, but we still have to get along with it and we have to realize it. And uh, and so Gabura is is uh, one of the things that you you should uh, uh, realize in Gabura is that um, uh, that you need you need to have either the either the archangel Kamiel or Anah standing whispering in your ear. Wait a minute now, just before you say before you say something, just think a minute, just think a minute before you say something, and before you say this or before you write this, and. And that's one of the things you really, really need to concentrate on in in your mastering of the, of the sphere of Gabura. Now, uh, uh, let's talk about uh, some you know, some Mars operations magically. Um, now, I mentioned in the abstract about uh, the, the planetary spirits. Uh, we're all familiar with uh, the uh, with the fact that that the planets. And astrology are very, very influential in Kabbalah and on and on magic and hermetic magic. Of course, is is, is heavily astrological, and and the planetary uh, aspects are, are are very, very much involved in magic. In fact, that's one of the major things we do. Now, uh, we have in uh, uh, ceremonial magic, we have a, a planetary 
uh, sigils, which are based on the magic square system. And uh, the, these these magic squares of the planets are called Kameas. Now, you'll find uh, an article on these Kameas in the Golden Dawn, and uh, and we recommend the sixth edition. Um, uh, that's the one that's edited by Chris Manostre, and that has an index in it. And you'll see the Kamea system described in there, uh, how to make these sigils. And you'll also find it in Tyson's uh, Agrippa. And, uh, and and Tyson has a good rundown on how these Kameas are actually created. They're, they're magic squares. In other words, they're, they, you, you put all, you, you put, uh, the square will read the same way in different diagonals, and, and you get the same, the same answer. That's what a magic square is. And uh, so, this, this, the the way these things are broken down, they have for each of the planets, you have a spirit, and you have an intelligence. Now, in each of the planets, the spirit is more aggressive, and the intelligence is more protective and 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 uh, um, shall we say more peaceful and more protective. Now, in the case of Mars. Uh, the uh, the spirit is Marzabelle, and the intelligence um, I'm trying to remember what the intelligence the intelligence of Marzagraphio, and uh, now Marzabelle is very very aggressive, and get back to Hubbard a little bit. Uh, Jack Parsons, and you remember we discussed this, and, and, and this has been shown in a couple of in a couple of different films, uh, and will certainly be shown in when Ridley Scott finally does his does his uh, mini series on Jack Parsons. We'll see it again, where Jack uh, Hubbard ran off with, uh, with all of Jack's money and and uh, and his girlfriend, and used the money to buy a schooner, and and then took off from Fort Lauderdale to. Uh, uh, sail up the inland waterway and and you know and and kind of party and whatever on on this boat that he bought with Jack's money and and, and he got Jack's girl with him and Jack uh, drives all the way over to Florida and and uh, and Hubbard's just pulled away from the dock and Jack gets down on the dock and rolls out his magical conjuring uh, uh, cloth and his little circle and everything and he does a Marzabelle operation right there on the dock. And sure enough, it works because he calls up a he calls up a really ferocious squall, and we have these kind of squalls in Florida all the time. They they they're really savage little storms, but they but they're small. But it drove Hubbard down to Bear Poles, and he had to motor in. And when he when he motored in, the sheriff was right there to grab him. And and uh, and uh, so, um, but that didn't do Jack much good because. Uh, he couldn't recover the money, and he didn't recover his girl, and Hubbard finally managed to get away. But but at least Barzabel did did bring on the storm, or at least it certainly appeared that way. And uh, I've seen this both both in uh, uh, depicted in in uh, the the film The Prophet, and also on stage at uh, at uh, Caltech. Uh, they they stayed they actually did this on stage, and it was very very well done. Uh, and so Bartzabel is is your aggressive uh, your aggressive Mars planetary spirit, and frankly, um, I I want to suggest for those of you who really want to do something like that, 
uh, get a steel plate because Mars, uh, iron is the, the metal of Mars. Get yourself a steel plate and put the sigil down on the steel plate. Maybe engrave it with your electric pencil or something like that. Uh, or, or you can put it on with a magic marker. But then very, very carefully trace along the, the sigil, trace, trace it with gunpowder. And then when you get ready to, 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 uh, to summon Bartzabell, uh, then just light the gunpowder and, and this, the, the, the sigil will act like a fuse. It will burn right there on the steel plate. Now, that would be one of the ways to do it. By the way, if you want to see a Bartzabell, if you want to read about a Bartzabell possession, and I'm not suggesting you do it, you, you do it. And, although I have done operations similar to this before, there's a, there's one described in Gerald Gardner's High Magic Sage, and we have a show on that, too, where you put the uh, receiver in the triangle. And and uh, in that triangle, they, they actually, they, they, uh, they, they invoked uh, or evoked uh, uh, Barcibel into this, into this young 19-year-old uh, 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 British kid that, uh, that was willing to do it, and he was the receiver. And, of course, when Barcibel finally showed up, and they asked Barcibel, how do we, how do we, uh, how do we find, uh, uh, how do we get the power to, to, uh, to, um, uh, to defeat our enemies? And Bartzabell says through, channels through, uh, 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 for whatever his name was, and he says, find the Witch of Wanda. And so off they go to, you know, to find the Witch of Wanda, which they do. And then they, that's high magic science. So, and then there's another, they, then they have another Bartzabell operation in there that they, uh, that they follow. So if you want to uh, check that out. Gerald Gardner, by the way, was quite a ceremonial magician before he ever founded Gardnerian witchcraft. Um, uh Graphio, of course, and this is what I actually prefer, Graphio operations, uh, he, he will cast a protective shield around your, yourself and your, and your loved ones, your property, whatever. And, uh, and he, he will do that, uh, and that's, that's probably better. And also what Graphio will do, was reflect thing directed against you, even by Barcibel, he'll reflect it back on the person who sends it out. So Raphael is preferable for for aggressive type work. I would I, I prefer Raphael to to protect you know for protective uh, 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 operations. Now um, the. Uh, uh, the energy of 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 course is is either defensive or aggressive, depending upon which one of these uh planetary spirits you want to use what direction you want to use them in um and of course, if you're gonna do uh, uh, uh operations, the proper color is red red robe uh and and the and the proper uh, the incense is dragon's blood and uh and the uh, also uh, similar to Voodoo, uh, uh, tobacco and and uh, and, uh, and and strong rum or brandy and and uh, these various things that 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 are that are that are sort of warlike and and of course uh, 
the weapon naturally is is the sword or the lance. Uh, so uh, if you want to do Martian operations, these are the these are the attributes and the, and the way you should probably proceed. But I think that the primary thing you should do with with uh, before you do that is to meditate on on your chakra. Do your uh, do your yoga. Go inside yourself and and consult with Anath and and uh, and consult with uh, with the Martian uh, intelligence before you do do anything before you do anything uh, uh, you know wrong. And also too, remember that uh, just because you think somebody is doing black magic against you. I want to say there's no such thing as black magic, and this is you're more, this is red magic, but it is aggressive. Okay, so there's no such thing as black magic, uh, unless well, I don't know if you're going to do magic in Saturn, maybe you could say it's black magic. Okay, but but uh, this is about Gabor is about as uh, as dangerous as we get in the Kabbalah, and um, you know, as I said originally in the original Kabbalah, Samuel was the was the angel, and 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 he was as close to Satan as the as the ancient Hebrews ever got, and and so that's why the Golden Dawn changed it to Kamiel, so to be a bit gentler and a little bit less uh, a little bit less evil or savage. Uh, but the reason why that. Uh, because uh, Samuel was was the angel, that's why they also added the the word Picard, which meant fear, to the attributes of Geburah. And but you could say that fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. Uh, fear of Samuel is also also kind of a wise thing too. And then Mathers. Some people think some people think that Mathers set Crowley on the wrong path by doing this. But when Crowley was studying under Mathers one time, Mathers uh, found Crowley meditating in a trance, and Crowley was sitting in a, in a lotus seat, young Crowley, and he was sitting in a lotus seat, and he was completely in trance, and Mathers tiptoed up behind him and whispered in his ear, Samuel rules the world. And this exploded inside Crowley's head like a like a thunderbolt, and he remembered it, and... and uh, uh, I don't know. I think Crowley, Crowley was, I think Crowley was uh, um, a little off before that happened, anyway. But but maybe. But you know, uh, uh, the the uh, idea that Gabura is a spirit that you want to do a lot of work in. No, it's it. Gabura is a resource. It's not a spirit that you want to spend a lot of time in. It is a resource for you. It's a resource, and a, it's like having having Gabura uh, being the master of Gabura is is um, is being uh, it's like having it's like having a, having your having going to your attorney and, and you know and saying yeah I got I got to consult with my lawyer to see whether or not to sue this character or not and uh, um, so you want to look at that not that way. Um, Sort of as your your commanding officer, if you want to get tough, and and uh, and and also your your counselor, if you if you want to get tough, you want to make sure that that uh, you're not that you're uh, you know that you're you're not putting yourself in more danger uh, than than is worth. Um, 
Now, Gabura, and this is important, opposite to Gabura is Hasid, over on the other side of the tree. And, uh, and Hasid is number four. It's uh, ruled by Jupiter. And, and, uh, and, uh, and it is called, Hasid is called Gadula. And that's the glory. Now, and we're all familiar with the pentagram ritual, all right? Now, Thine is the power and the glory forever. Amen. And that's in the Lord's Prayer, of course. And But that there's Hesed and Geburah balance each other. Hesed, which we'll deal with next time, but Hesed is, it's, it's the sphere of the king, and Jupiter is the king of the planets, and it's the sphere of the king, and and, and, it's, and and its attribute is mercy, and the king rules mercifully, or at least he should. And uh, so the mercy of Hesed, or the glory of uh, Gadula, is the balancing and, and controlling factor of of, uh, of Gabura, which is this, which is the aggressive, the aggressive sphere. So the two uh, are opposite each other, and and they and they um, they are they they modify they modify each other. And you might say that 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 uh, that uh, Gabura is, of course, subservient to Hesed because Hesed is number four, and Gabura is number five. So Gabura is is uh, is sort of the king's army, you know, like like uh, has said, there is is the merciful king, but the merciful king has a strong army, and a, and a, and a strong and a strong uh, military chief of staff over there with with an, with Anath uh, and with Kami all over in, in Gabura. Now. Um, uh, this brings up an interesting point. Uh, there is an incorrect uh, color usage in the pentagram ritual uh, for some unknown. Well, it took me a long time to figure out why they were doing this, and I never have quite figured it out. But but somebody got the idea that when you do the the uh, lesser pentagram ritual, you're supposed to visualize the uh, the pentagrams in in bright astral blue. Well, this is not not this is not proper magic. Uh, proper magic is you that you use creative color and a color symbolic to the element of the pentagram you're of, of, the, of the ritual you're using. Now, the lesser banishing the banishing ritual of the pentagram. Uh, the, the, the lesser pentagram ritual uh, is is oriented to the earth element, and there are other pentagrams which you get into later when you get into the Enochian end of things. There are pentagrams uh, for for each of the other elements, and uh, and consequently, uh, blue is not the appropriate color to use when you're visualizing. And this lesser pentagram ritual, you visualize them in bright green because that relates to the earth element. And 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 uh, now, 
when I first published this and and all, and I gave the reasons for it because uh, in this case, green is a creative. That that's a, that's a creative color, and we use the colors of the minutum mundum in the alphabet and in our symbolism. We use it to program the preforms in the etzera in the astral, from uh, you know from the Briatic scale on down, and we use that. We use it to, to program these preforms now. That means that these colors, these magical colors, are creative. And it's a creative color. And it doesn't matter what the pentagram... Sure, the pentagrams may very well show up when they, when they, when they appear on the astral. They would probably will have that. If you saw them later, they probably would have that, that blue glow about them. They might. But in order to create them, you have to visualize them in bright green. And, oh, I had people, oh, you know, some of these... Uh, people who were, you know, some of them thought they were great adepts, and they, they oh, no, 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 no. And uh, they came up with uh, several half-baked justifications for the for the blue pentagrams. But the one that I remember that that um, was probably the, 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 the most well-reasoned reason for the blue pentagrams was, oh, we have to do them in blue because that's the color of Hesed, and Hesed has to modify the the angry red of Gaborah, and that's why we got to see them in blue. Well, I don't know. I, 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 I don't think that that's really, you know, gonna, I don't agree with it, but that, uh, but that was, that was the best, the best of all the explanations I heard for this, this, uh, particular idea, and uh, in actually um, the it is true though that that Gabura should always just like the just like the Lord's Prayer and the pentagram ritual and use a Malkut Malkut Ata Malkut Vegevuda Vegedula Leolam Amen. Okay, remember uh, Gabura should always be balanced by his said. And Gaborah is the it's it's that's the war department for Hesed, actually, when you get right down to it. Uh and uh, and also the legal department. So I hope this has given given everybody uh, a um, a good idea of uh, the sphere of Gaborah and how to work in it and, and what the purpose of it is. And uh, it's kind of your your uh uh, your own personal police and 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 and, uh, and court and everything, uh, and, and uh, next week, of course, we will go on up the up the the Mithriatic ladder and 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 uh, follow the snake on up, uh, and uh, it's kind of like snakes and ladders, isn't it? Yeah, uh, and we'll go on up, and we will go to Hesed, and we will uh, in its relation to the lost city of Atlantis. And uh, uh, we'll explore has said, and uh, and meanwhile, good magic and uh, and uh, let's uh, those of you associate members, um, you know, uh, get on get on the website there, and you'll find uh, you'll find uh, your your coupon for the uh, your coupon for the yoga book, and and uh, so. Uh, you know, be, be, be sure you get it because, uh, yeah, you know, it's it's part of your training program. Okay, I'll see you folks next week, and good magic.